Yeah. Lights are looking good. Focus is looking good. Body is hurting. But we're going to do this. It's Monday night. And this is the Toronto Beer Podcast. Oh, no headphones. I knew something didn't sound right. With me, your host, Chris Schreier. Whew. It's been a Monday, guys. Hot enough out there for you? Hot diggity. And I got... I got an ache. I got to tell you about it. If it looks like at any point tonight, I'm holding my heart. If you're watching the video at home, for one, you're wrong. My heart's on this side of my body. And for two, no, it's a rib and it hurts. But I might have just the medication. Oh, and you might notice a Band-Aid. I cut the tip of my finger. It's way, the Band-Aid looks like way more wrapping than I need. It's just a cut. Don't worry. Thanks for your concerns. Hey. I have had a request to do something from this brewery, and I'd been hoping to have friend of the pod Ben Johnson on tonight, but it is his son's birthday today, and I gave him a pass. Uh, he, he said, I think I'm not going to be able... I said, don't worry about it. Maybe next week. Don't sweat it. Uh, I know how that goes. You spend a lot of time with screaming children and family. That's a whole lot of to deal with. If you're listening, I made a gesture. I don't even know what it meant. Anyway, this would have been a perfect beer because it's from a brewery that he loves. But we'll figure out what we do when we uh, sit down and chat with him. But for those of you still listening, now that you've learned that Ben Johnson is not going to be on my podcast. Tonight we are drinking a double Jutsu from Bell Woods Brewery. The bell, if you like, of, uh, of, of Ossington. Should you just call it Ossington? Is that what that neighborhood's called? It's on Ossington. Anyway, beautiful spot. If you don't know Bellwoods, why are you listening to this podcast? Uh, let's get in here. Now, you might be familiar. You might be familiar with this. Hopefully, at least you're familiar with Jetsu, their regular IPA. This is the double Jetsu. And already, oh golly, the, the tropicals pouring out of this can, just having just opened it. Just massive. 8%, so uh, maybe this will help my rib feel better. Oh, get this pour on the cameras. Oh, that's, you know me. You know how much I'm going to like this bad boy. Look at that. That is nearly orange juice level of clarity. And certainly that rough color, too. Yellowish tending to orange in the middle. Opaque as opaque gets. And a nice uh, loose soapy white head. So looking good so far. Oh my gosh. The nose is peachy. It's so peachy. Peachy, maybe some berries. Little floral. Mainly peachy. Like fuzzy peach slice peachy. Like I don't want to keep talking, I'm just going to have a drink. Mmm. Oh, and they know what they're doing. Because it tastes peachy, too. Mmm. Oh, that is... That's a very special beer, is what that is. I need another sip. Yeah. Peachy in a big, juicy eat over the sink kind of way. Definitely some berries in there, some strawberry or something as well. There is a little bit of evergreen. 
But I find often with IPAs and double IPAs like this, you'll get that big juicy stone fruit aroma. But then when it hits your palate, you end up with more resin and more pine. That did not just happen. As noted, a little evergreeny resinousness, but that is not the prevalent taste. What you get is peaches. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah, peachy. A very assertive, um, yeah, well, it's hoppy, resiny kind of finish. But it leaves the peaches alone. They just float with some strawberry and maybe a bit of something floral. Little herbal quality to the evergreen. Maybe a little parsley-like. Mm. This reminds me, not necessarily of Heady Topper, but of like, it's going to sound dumb. When I had Heady Topper, and it's quite good, obviously, I thought if I'd had this instead, I would have been like, yeah, bingo, exactly. It does everything I want. There is a little alcohol to it. It's not even hot. Like I normally talk about having alcoholic heat. It isn't like alcoholic heat, but I am aware there's a little bit, I guess, of heat. There's a little kind of vaporizing of alcohol on the back of my throat, but only minutely. And when you think it's an 8% beer, that's a feat in of itself. I need another sip. Mmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, double IPAs, easy to make, hard to make well. Um, the, I mean, I've had bad ones, uh, more often than not, those are the ones where they're just trying too hard to do too much. And by they, I'm talking generically here, not from Bellwoods. I've had bad ones. There's a lot of double IPAs or Imperial IPAs that are okay, they're fine, they're tasty in their way, but they often don't have, um, it's silly to talk about balance, but like a sense of balance or, or almost a sense of dignity. Um, they often, as I say, you get a big juicy stone fruit or even specifically peachy nose, but then when it hits your palate, you're just overwhelmed with sticky resininess and you can still taste that aroma, but your the, the hops just, mm, your mouth is just gummed up from it. This one doesn't do that. Uh, another one um, like the, not like this, they're different beers, but that is equally um, deftly handled in its preparation as Laser Show uh, from, from uh, Left Field. Funny enough, this is on a Left Field coaster, just looking at it. Um, different beers, for sure. But beers where they've been carefully and, let's be honest, expensively produced in a way that you don't get that big, jacked, alpha-y hop presence. Also, one of the things when you have this much hop in a beer, so this, this beer is chock-a-block with hops, I promise you. Um, you can get vegetable, uh, like, like vegetative, because it's plant. You actually start tasting like stemminess and leafiness and not in a way like we talk some hops are leafy you know east kent golden hops has a, have a leafy quality to them but this is like 
you're actually tasting plant material um, because there's so much hop to it. This doesn't have that. Now I'm interested because as I say, it is quite opaque, but it's not chunky. I would suspect Bellwoods has a centrifuge and they fuge this beer at least a little to get some of that hot particulate out, which would explain why it's relatively speaking very smooth and doesn't have a lot of that uh, harsh hoppy quality to it, but tons of the aromatics. And then also it's going to be very much just late hopping. Um, and there's, I would guarantee you, biotransformation hops in here. That's, again, just a reminder, hops that you add while it's still fermenting. And the action of fermenting creates an enzymatic activity that um, transforms some of uh, the hop material and some of uh, the, uh, I think it's the essential oils, um, gives you a, a thicker, creamier body. And it also changes the way that the hops, those hops, uh, present in the beer. Um, I'm going to guess that this beer has something other than barley in it. Um, there is a little bit of a tart quality. It could have a bit of wheat in it. I, I'm going to guess. That also could be from the hopping, but I wouldn't be surprised that there's a bit of wheat in there. And I'm, I think there's oatmeal too, or oats, not oatmeal. Hmm. Let's go to the internet for this because I don't think the can says really much of anything. No, not much. Because um, now I'm curious. I want to see how close I got on this. Uh, in terms of the hopping, um, before I go looking, uh, could be some Nelson, but I'm thinking like Galaxy. Uh, there's almost certainly Citra in there. Um, Double Jutsu. Um, I'm missing something obvious here. There's a taste that should be tweaking something in my brain that's not. Yes, I am 19 years old, Bellwoods. Getting a little orangey, actually. Orange juiciness off of it now. What it smells and tastes like, loaded with notes of ripe peach and nectarine. I was thinking orange, balanced by soft bitterness. I couldn't disagree with that. And uh, profoundly delicious. And they don't tell us anything else. Good for them. Don't tell me. But do. Are any of these people going to tell me what's in this beer? Nope. No. No. But that's okay. Oh, hey, some people have joined. I've been really focused on this beer, um, but it looks like they've left. But I'll wave anyway. Hi and bye, guys. Uh, that is one hell of a good beer. <laughs> uh, unreal, actually. Unreal how good that is. That is exceptional. The finish is... It's remarkable. It's an 8% double IPA, and, like, there's an assertive hoppy kind of dryness, but it isn't even squeaky. There's, there's no real bitterness to it. It's so delicate, and there's so much, as they say, peach. And uh, I, I'm saying orange, but I, could, I can buy nectarine. Wait, nectarine isn't citrus. Nectarines are peaches that don't have fur, right? Am I thinking about the right thing? I'm getting something citrusy off of this, too, for sure. 
That's fantastic. You know, it's funny. It's incredibly well made, but at the same time, this isn't one of those beers where it's like opening up and opening up and I'm going, oh, and now I'm getting wildflower honey and now I'm getting black pepper and now like it does what it does really well. And that's it. It's 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 I'm trying I'm dancing away. I don't know if you've noticed this. I've gone to say this a couple of times and I'm going to say it. This is perfect. Um, I've, I've dealt with this before. Don't know if you remember any times that I've called things perfect. Perfection isn't... Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's not the only perfect beer. Um, it's not... Perfection isn't zero-sum. If one thing's perfect, doesn't mean that not ever anything else can be perfect. But as a double IPA, this is perfect. Uh, this is an absolutely perfect double IPA. Um, if it hasn't won stacks of awards, that's only because Bellwoods doesn't care and doesn't enter. That's my guess, because this is exceptional. Uh, so well made. An 8% double IPA that doesn't leave you feeling squeaky, that doesn't hit you with alcohol and heat, that just overpowers you with peaches and a bit of citrusy quality. It's just amazing. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's it's fantastic. Hmm. Don't even eat anything with it. Just drink it the way it is. It's perfect. Uh, if you're going to insist on eating something with it, it would actually hold up really well against a really rich dessert like a peach cobbler with vanilla ice cream. The beauty here is because it isn't super bitter, you wouldn't get the grating quality of the creamy sweet ice cream against the bitterness that's not normally how you want to juxtapose bitter is with fat um, we do talk about how bitterness can cut through savory fat but sweet fat especially dairy fat with bitter not normally a thing you go for in food but it would work here because the beer isn't overpowering overpoweringly bitter uh it's fantastic um alternatively uh again i'm going sweet with this beer which is so interesting because again it's not overpoweringly bitter and it's so weird to my mind to think about taking a double IPA in a sweet direction. Um, this would go really good with a lemon bar. Oh man, I love a good lemon bar. And this would be delicious with it. If you're insisting on having a main, um, you could do fried chicken and waffles with a nice uh, peach reduction on it. Um, this is going to hold up against fried chicken. No problem. Waffles are just the 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 uh the the canvas we're painting on ideally they're quite nice waffles uh, but they're the canvas um you get some sturdy fatty quality from the chicken savoriness uh but then the peachiness and a little bit of citrus gonna cut through the fattiness of the chicken and if you're serving it with maybe like a maple peach uh compote or a reduction on it uh that's gonna be lights out um i've done um uh, we call it, you used to call it fiction instead of chicken, um, which we were trying to make it sound like chicken. It was fiction. Fi we never quite got the pronunciation. <laughs> oh, that really hurt my rib. Sorry. Burping hurts my ribs. Coughing hurts more and sneezing is impossible. <sighs> Breathing isn't great either. Um, you can get, um, they're like chicken tender strips that are plant-based. 
they actually bread up Southern style and fry up really nice. And you can do them on waffles if you're a plant-based person. Um, really nice. I would recommend that highly. Um, sorry, that burp really caught me off guard and really hurt. The drugs are kind of worn off at this point. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to have a sip of beer. That's what you're going to eat with it. I'm still going to just drink it alone. I don't need anything. Um, but like I say, peach cobbler would be really nice with a nice big homemade or really nice good quality vanilla ice cream. Oh, now I kind of wish I had that. But I don't. Um, I'm going to give you guys a cautionary tale in the in the process of explaining why I'm in so much pain. And then we're going to talk about what's going on. And of course, it isn't much, but I'll we'll get to that. So hang steady with me. I need another sip of beer if we're going to get through this. Mm. And that beer, that is exceptional. Perfect. It's really good. Uh, OK, why am I in so much pain? I have a rib. It's, I think, my third rib. It's like two, three. Uh, it got pulled way out of position. I'd been doing these these breath hold exercises every morning. I hadn't been using good posture, it turns out. I was having problems with my diaphragm, um, which not like a diaphragm that is birth control, but like the muscle wall that separates your upper thoracic part of your uh, chest from your lower. So your stomach and that sort of stuff below it, your lungs and heart and stuff are above it. I'd been getting spasms and stuff in it, uh, and I'd just been kind of ignoring that, or I thought it was part of the process. Then I'd started getting a weird stitch, which wasn't really related to breathing. Like, typically when you get a stitch, it's because you're <laughs> breathing too quickly um, while you're doing a physical activity. I was getting stitches just walking and breathing totally normally. Um, but what that was, was it was a muscle in my abdominals and my diaphragm um, going into spasm because I was doing this damage to it. And then last week on Tuesday, it kind of came to a tee at rugby practice where it's likely I put it into so much spasm. It actually started the, the so the muscle connects down in my abdominals at the bottom and it goes up and it actually connects to my third rib and and yours. You have the same muscle. Anyway, the muscle probably went into spasm or whatever shortened and it pulled that rib way out of position to the point where you could actually feel there was an indentation in my chest where the rib wasn't because it was sitting further back. Uh, so I went to my chiropractor and she said, wow, you really shouldn't have been doing this and you should have come in two weeks ago. And I said, well, them's the breaks. And she said, okay, this isn't going to feel good. And she adjusted it and snapped it back into place. Oh, and here's my beautiful wife. Hey, babe. And put it back into place, which was great, but it still hurts like mad. So the moral of the story is when you get older, and apparently that's me now, I'm an older guy, you need to be careful to listen to your body. And I've been boasting about how all this fitness I've been doing has really changed my relationship with my body. That's what the Instagram influencers would say. Uh, and, and it certainly has, but it, it hasn't improved our relationship to the point where I actually listen to my body clearly enough. Now, to be fair, I did tap out on practice. The flip to that is I did practice for about 40 minutes in what I could only describe as a fairly large amount of pain. Um, but it really messed this rib up and the cartilage where the rib connects, uh, is just inflamed and very mad at me. 
And so it means breathing hurts and a lot of things hurt. Um, it's not as bad as a broken rib, but it's in the same neighborhood. So I'm in a not insignificant amount of pain. Haven't been training uh, for almost a full week now, which sucks. Can't sleep well because I keep waking up from it. So friends, especially us older folks, pay attention to your body. You're not so young anymore. You can't power through these things anymore like you used to. When your body tells you you're doing something wrong, when muscles are seizing up in ways you don't expect, stop and assess. Don't just soldier on. I wasn't getting paid to soldier on, so I just needed to step back. Now my body's forced me to step back. So that's why I'm in an achy mess, and that's why you friends should be careful and listen to your bodies. I'm going to have another sip of beer. Mm-mm-mm. I'm listening to my belly right now. My belly is saying that is good beer. It sure is. So what's going on? Well, I don't know of any events off the top of my head, but things are reopening and that's great. So hope you've gotten a chance to get out, uh, sit down at a table, have some drinks with some friends, share that common bond, but, uh, hope you're doing it safely. Mask up guys. We got to we, <laughs> Just because the government says we're okay to do X and Y doesn't mean we're out of the woods. Uh, you need to remember that uh, it's all about political will. The other meme that's very popular, of course, is um, they're letting us open back up because they have space for us in the ICU. So think about that. You don't want to end up in the ICU. Uh, other than that, get your vaccines. Have you not gotten your vaccine yet? If, you, if you're a listener to this podcast and you haven't gotten your vaccine yet and you're eligible, uh, because obviously... There are people for a number of reasons that simply aren't uh, there, by the way, one of the reasons why we all need to get vaccinated is to help the people who can't get vaccinated, like my beloved daughter, who's not old enough. Um, we need to do our part to protect them, even if you don't care about protecting yourself, which you should and listen to your body. And when your rib gets screwed up, don't keep practicing. But more importantly, take care of yourself and get vaccinated, but also take care of your community. Um, we, we are no, no one is an island, uh, unless you're Hugh Grant in about a boy, in which case you're bloody Abiva. But the rest of us need to, um, understand that we live in a community and we need to take care of each other. And the way we can do that is getting vaccinated. It is easy. It is certainly free. I'm not going to say it's without pain. Um, it's a injection. You will feel it, but it's not terrible. And will you get sick after a little, um, to varying degrees. I thought I was going to die for 12 hours, but then it went away and I was fine. So you have no excuse. So go out and get your vaccine. If you haven't get your second, if you haven't done that, other than that, be good. Go out. If you can spend money in the community, support the people who have been, uh, waiting for this for months. Uh, if you can, if you're in a position where you also have been waiting and you don't have the resources no pressure. But uh, if you're in a position where you have expendable income, expend it on the people who need it, uh, which is to say bars, restaurants, etc. Buy your beer from the brewery. Bellwoods. I got this at the LCBO, believe it or not. Um, but Bellwoods is doing delivery. They have two locations. They're still working on third, but that's a long story. Uh, but if you're in the West End, Ossington and Hafis Street, uh, you can go straight in or you can order it. Uh, but uh, pick up some of this. This honestly, 
if you like him, if you, I was gonna say hoppy, that's not the right, that's not the right way of thinking of this. If you want to taste what I can only describe as a perfectly made double IPA, get some of this double jutsu. It ain't cheap. I think it was five fifty for the can. But also, when you think about that, at a four hundred and seventy-three ml can, using what I now like to think of as the Chris Schreier, but I certainly didn't invent it, uh, scale of pricing. If this was just a lager from a smaller brewery, and Bellwoods, the Hafis Brewery is large compared to the original, but they are still what I would call a small brewer. Um, you know, a penny a mill. This should be $4.73. That it's only 75 cents more, but it's 8% alcohol and has what I can only imagine to be a really shocking amount of hops in it. That's almost a steal. I'm not saying buy it by the case. I'm not saying drink three of them in a night. This is a treat. This is a nice thing to have. But if you want to try an exceptional and, like I say, perfect example of a double IPA and, and a new world style. I don't know if they necessarily call it a New England, but... This is what people are talking about when they're talking about New England IPAs. It is just beautiful. It is fantastic. So get some of that. Uh, I believe Bellwood's patio is now open. So if you want to go sit down and drink some right out of a tap, I bet they can make that happen. And I know they're serving food because somebody asked if a dog could be on the patio. And they said not because no, because we serve food, um, which, by the way, is a stupid rule. I know I was picking up Doug Ford for letting us deliver beer or something like that. And that's great. And I stand by that. Um, but the fact that you can't have animals on patios if there's food service, like. <sighs> our rules are so stupid around beer consumption, alcohol in general consumption. But I digress. Guys, I am schwitzen right now. I am hot. I've got a really beautiful beer to finish, and then I'm going to have another, uh, probably a Godspeed, probably one of these, actually, if you're watching at home, the old-style Pilsner. Get through some of that before I go to bed. Um, probably going to take off my shirt, too. It's not much of a shirt. It's a tank top. But if you can see me in the video, I'm starting to glisten because I'm sweaty. Uh, so I need to get out of here. Hey! Have a good night. Might be doing an interview next week. Might not. But uh, either way, you should tune in because it's going to be a good one. Uh, at the very least, I'll drink an interesting beer. And uh, until then, take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else if you can, as I occasionally like to remember to say. And uh, I will meet you back here, right here, in seven days. Bye.